0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Southern Hostility. This is a special knee-jerk reaction episode. My name is Nicholas.
1: Yeah, and I'm Steven. I don't know know what that was, this game. Um, So this is, we're recording on Sunday, January 14th, following the Dallas Cowboys' complete debacle um, of the first round of the playoffs again. Um, yeah, so I this thought is... um
0: i I thought that didn't you say something about, oh, we have the wild card round. It's the divisional round that we have trouble with, but I guess you had trouble with the wild card round too, right?
1: I guess it's just the first round of the playoffs. I guess that's just how it goes. I mean, this is absolutely ridiculous and just almost an embarrassment. I mean, there's been bad playoff games that i I, I mean, I've been a fan of the Cowboys my whole life. we've had bad playoff games. This is right there with it. This is embarrassing. I don't know. I mean, we had talked on the pod um, how we had thought, you know, there's a good chance the Green Bay could win. They could surprise. I did not expect them to absolutely obliterate the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, this wasn't even close. Um, the first quarter, I mean, they just controlled the ball the whole time, and they were up 7-0. By half, it was 27-7. to I mean it was an absolute slaughter. I mean they killed him. absolutely killed them. They they ran, I mean uh Jones ran down the Cowboys throats. 21 carries, 118 yards, three touchdowns. It was an absolute they couldn't stop him. The de- the the defense could not stop a nosebleed. It was so bad. They Quinn couldn't figure out anything to stop them. Wide receivers were completely wide open. Tight ends, wide open. Green Bay did whatever they wanted on offense. It was absolutely ridiculous. And then offensively, I don't know what that was. What was that, Dak? It looked like it was too big of a moment for him, and he looked like a deer in the headlights. Completely lost. Him and CeeDee Lamb, how are you not on the same page?
0: Okay. Every year this happens with the Cowboys, where not this honestly, bad. Not now, this I, bad. I know not this bad, but like, honestly, like, whatever, like the co- Cowboys not staying in it is absolutely 100% on Dak. No it, it, doubt in my mind, because you know what? It's 27 to seven at halftime. If it's 27 to 14 or 27 to 17, you know, they put up a couple of touchdowns, maybe an extra score. Like I think this is a totally different ball game in their head. But mentally, they just look defeated at the half, and and they just could not come up with answers at all. They look defeated after the
1: first drive. I mean, the Packers go down and score, and they they look completely lost. Like like the Packers won the toss and elected to get the ball first, which I was watching the game with my wife, and my wife was like, why did they want the ball? And I'm like, they know if they can score, they'll put Dallas on their heels. They know this because Dallas can't play if they don't have the lead. It's been the story all season. If Dak doesn't have a lead, he struggles, like, incredibly. They get the ball, they march down the field and score. It's a completely different game if they stop them. If that defense just stops them and they don't score, I think it's a different game and maybe Dallas wins it. Maybe. But this is a joke. This is an absolute joke. This is a perfect example of why the media is so hard on the Cowboys. Because everything that could possibly go wrong went wrong. They couldn't stop the run. They couldn't stop the pass. Um, the offensively, they weren't clicking at all. Dak Prescott, what he does, if his guy is not open, he'll he'll dump it off to the tight end, even if coverage is horrible. That's why he has all these picks. Uh, you know, credit to uh, Ferguson. He had a decent game just because he was the only one that was kind of open. I mean, I, him, Dak and CeeDee Lamb had no connection. Like, they just had no chemistry that entire first half. It's like, what is going on?
0: And it the passes like Dak that Dak was, like, was trying, I mean, under-throwing, like,
1: balls on the ground is like, what is Dak doing? I mean, yeah. he had first, he had the first interception. Okay. Puts him in position to score a touchdown. Right. So they score on that. Then he has the he, pick like, six he, and then yeah. they get the ball back. They drive down again. And he almost on the the, the, the drive. They scored in the first half, drives them all the way down. Almost uh, picks it off right to the, um, the linebacker, right in the middle. The guy dropped the ball. Should have been three picks. Horrible game by Dak Prescott. And once again, Dak, you did it again. You did it again, Dak. A joke. You are a joke in big games, and I don't know why that is. Because in, in the regular season, if it's not a big game and there's not pressure on him, he is money. Money. He's a good quarterback when he doesn't have any pressure. The minute it's a big game and he has to rise up, he just can't do it. He can't. And it's, it's like, what is going on, Dak? Why? Maybe it's time. I mean, these athletes talk about going to see a sports psychiatrist. Maybe it's time. Maybe it's time. If he's not seeing one already, he should go see one because you got to figure out why you can't do it in clutch moments. You got to figure it out. I I don't understand this.
0: I mean, it looks like he's he's people were saying, oh, he's like MVP or, you know, he's offensive player of the year best quarterback in the league in the regular
1: season. He was when it it doesn't matter. And And he's making these great
0: throws in the regular season too. Like I, I, I remember watching highlights and I say, wow, Dax really got it this year. And now I'm watching the highlights of this wild card round. And he's like throwing, he overthrew cooks on that interception. He underthrew on the touchdown return uh, and during the two minute drill it just looks like he was rushing every wide receiver, or he was just too slow to it for it. He just his timing was off the whole entire game. It's like I. It, it's it's I like, yeah.
1: It, I've been saying this time and time again. If C.D. Lamb has a bad game, the Cowboys lose, because what he does is at the end of the day he chucks it up to Lamb and hopes hopes to God he catches it.
0: It's just honestly, un- it, un- at, I I'm watching that two that two minute drill interception, and he I don't know what the frick he was thinking. Holy shit, he like underthrew on that ball. It looked like they were just like go routes, and every literally everybody. There was five, six defenders sitting on the forty five yard line, which all the other. Like we
1: want to know something wild is at the end of the game, it's absolute garbage time. You know Dallas is trying to come back. I mean it's 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 a shot in the dark anyway. And he throws he throws his pass, and he has a wide receiver wide open on the other side. Instead, he throws it in double coverage over the middle to CD Lamb. It's like what are you doing? Yeah, why are you forcing these passes? You get a guy open. Go through the progressions. Go through your reads. I don't I don't get it. I do not understand why Dak has done this. And if you go back to the games this season, when it mattered most, when you had a big game and it was back against the wall, he couldn't come through. The Cowboys itself couldn't come through this year. And as a fan, it is so discour- it is so, so, so discouraging to go through. I mean, if you just go through this, I mean, they start the season, they kill the Giants. Bad team, so they they can do it. They play the Jets, kill them. Then they go to the Cardinals this year. The Cardinals ran all over them, and that's what exposed this defense, is the run, and that's what Jones did tonight. He just ran over them. You couldn't stop the run. You could not stop the Cardinals week three, and every team that has beat you has run the ball over you. They have run it down your throat, and you can't stop it. Dan Quinn, it is your job to figure out how to stop it. You had Parsons out there. You got one of the best defenses in the NFL, and you can't stop the run. You can't stop anything when it matters. It's ridiculous. How can you not stop the run? All season has been a problem all year, and you have not adjusted. You have not done anything to prevent it. They beat the Patriots. The Patriots weren't a good team. And they get destroyed by San Francisco. And that was the first massive red flag. You're sitting there, and you're like, oh, my God. The 49ers are a Super Bowl contender and Dallas just lost 42 to 10. That should have been in everyone's mind, there's a problem. And he, really from there I started thinking they were going to figure it out because they did. Because then they beat the Chargers 20 to 17, they beat the Rams 43 to 20. They play the Eagles tough in Philly but lose. And I was super critical of them because I said Dak can't win a tough game. He can't do it. For some reason, there's something wrong. It's a big game. Backs against the wall. He couldn't do it. Up until that point, he hadn't been able to do it. He lost to San Francisco and the Eagles at that point. And then they go on a big run. They crush the Giants. Again, they crush the Panthers. They crush the Commanders. The Commanders weren't that great. Um, That was a Thanksgiving Day game. That felt great when Bland got his touchdown record. Um, They had a tough one against Seattle, and that's another game. That's like, these are the games where they should be (laughs) – They beat Seattle, I get it. They should have just put their foot on their throat and just were better than this. But when they played the Eagles at home on December 10th, I thought something had changed with this team. I thought the switch went on. I I did too. I said, this is different. This is a different team. Literally, I thought they had turned the corner, finally. For the first time in a long time, I had optimism. And then you get destroyed by Buffalo. Destroyed. They run the ball down your throat. And that's exactly what happened today. It's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. And then you go into Miami. Miami, the only team they have beaten above 500 this year was the Cowboys. Another big game. You couldn't get it done. And that proved the fact that maybe they can't do it on the road. But it doesn't matter because the refs bailed you out. In the Lions game, you should have lost. The refs yep. bailed you out. You beat the Commanders. The Eagles, you know, Eagles shit the bed. And you had the two seed. You were handed the two seed. So now you don't even have to go on the road until the NFC Championship. Now you're home. And you play the Packers. I get it. I get it. The Packers have been your kryptonite for a long time. I get it. You're playing, you're playing a young quarterback. You're playing the youngest team in the NFL at home. And you let Jones run it down your throat. Embarrassing. Completely embarrassing. And honestly, I'm on this. The whole coaching staff's got to go. Everyone's going to be fired. But I'm borderline saying Dak Prescott has to go, too. They all got to go. Jerry I gotta, Jones, I
0: got to tell you, Dak Prescott should have went like two years ago. He's just, I don't think he's the guy. And that's, that's saying it as someone that's impartial. It, it just does it, not like seem like Dak he's the guy.
1: Prescott can get it done. In the regular season. Perfect. Money. He can do it. But when the postseason comes around, it. you know what? It's the same thing Tony Romo had. It's the same thing that's been going on for almost 28 years. Okay? It's been almost, tw- I mean, we're getting close to 30 years of this nonsense. It is absolutely insane. 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 Did you know they did, to put out a graphic on after the game? And right now, the longest droughts to not make it to an NFC Championship game goes to the Lions, the Commanders, the Cowboys. Okay,
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> that's some horrible company. I mean, the Commanders have they've had that they've had a bunch of issues. The Commanders have had between everything going on wrong with that organization so I mean clearly there's been a problem and Detroit has been historically bad and that's the company you're with and you're the Dallas Cowboys you go by America's team you've had you have amazing regular seasons and they've had great seasons if you want to go back so far they have had a fantastic regular season they've been good that's why they get media attention because they're a good team in the regular season and the playoffs come and boom I don't know if it's a curse or something, but something's not right there. I, I think Strahan said after the game, he's like, maybe it's just because it's a show in Dallas. It's not about playing football you have to put on a show too. I don't know what it is, but they need to figure it out, and this needs to end. And finally, I'm hoping Jerry finally comes up, because he, he let Jason Garrett do a bunch of nonsense for a very long time. He's got to I, – I, and my, my fear is, is McCarthy wins in the regular season too. And my fear is, is he's just going to keep him next year. I have a feeling he's gonna run this back because that's what he did in the Garrett years. That's all he did was kept running it back. It was insanity, doing the same thing over and over again, thinking for a different, hoping for a different result, and it never happened. You just gotta, you gotta get rid of everybody. I get if you're gonna keep if you if you go with um, a big name, maybe you keep Dak for a bit, let the new coach decide. But you gotta clean house his entire coaching staff. you got to completely just clean house. He's got to. Jerry has to bring in a GM. He has to. This is ridiculous. You got to bring in a GM. You got to get an actual coach. The time's ticking on Jerry. He's getting up there in age. He's in his eighties. You got to clean house. You got to. I get that McCarthy wins games and he's got you division championships. I get it. I get it. But you 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 want you're competing for a Super Bowl. You have the roster. This team is not bad. This defense is good. This offense is good. If you can win in the regular season, it's hard to win in the NFL. It is hard, and they're doing it. They are doing it. But when it when the playoffs comes around, they can't. Why? Why? What is the problem? Figure it out. I thought they brought back Jimmy Johnson. They thought that was the curse. It didn't work. Figure it out. This is insane.
0: Dan Absolutely Quinn's insane. defense has never been good. I I'm, I remember you were you were all happy that you got him as a defensive coordinator after. He got fired from the Falcons job. And I told you that his defense is mid at best, really. Um, and I'll tell you, these Green Bay wide receivers were left open. I mean, there was nobody around them.
1: Bland it, looked like,
0: it looked like their whole entire secondary was just confused. There was like at least three throws where it was just like post routes. And they 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 got acres of land around them. They look like they could fucking build a castle and claim that land as sovereignty. There was nobody around. Like, I don't know what was going on, but they were absolutely miscommunicating. They had no idea what plays were being called. I mean, it looks like the, this coaching staff was just like on to next year. Dan Quinn probably was dealing with a lot of phone calls from the Seattle Seahawks about the coaching job. You he believe, didn't put any? You
1: believe, you believe Dan Quinn's going to get a head coaching job?
0: It's that's unbelievable scary. to me.
1: That, that's scary.
0: Well, that's that That was the same thing that I thought after Kyle Shanahan blew the Super Bowl and he's like going and being San Francisco head coach right afterwards. You know, it's like they had one foot out of the door and they did not care about the game that they were in.
1: honestly. Dan, Dan Quinn is probably going to be the next head coach Of Seattle, probably. And if you're if you're a fan, if you're a Seattle fan, you listen to this. Be worried because he 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 burned he burned Atlanta, and he's right now he burned Dallas. He's burned two teams, both our teams. He's burned him. I can't believe he's going to get. Honestly, that was pathetic. Pathetic. He's a big get, hype guy. He, he hypes it. Hypes the team he, up. He's great with hype. He's great with hype. He's great. He can build. He honestly, this Dallas Cowboys defense was struggling, right? We didn't have. He came to town. The defense improved for sure. They did improve. This defense is good. The problem is in clutch moments he can't win. He can't. Yep. And it's too soft on the run. How are you this bad on the run? Absolutely all year they have killed you. Absolutely killed you. It just honestly like the Cowboys might have one of the best defensive players to come out in the past fifteen years in Micah Parsons. And they are wasting his career just like they wasted a bunch of other players' careers. And you're at this point now. And you're like, where do you go? Honestly, where do you go? Because we have had year in and year out, we've had amazing wide receivers come in. Great running backs. Zeke Elliott was a great back. Wasted. You paid him all that money? Wasted. The poor guy. The poor guy is literally... Wasting away in New England right now, and you couldn't get you couldn't even establish your own run this year. Pollard was not the answer. He couldn't run between the tackles. T- tonight was kind of the first time I actually saw a decent running game. It's like I don't get it. I don't get it. I just, I just, I, it's amazing. It's, it's truly amazing to me. And going forward, I, I don't know. Like I said, I really think we should fire everyone. But if you want to give what my you know prediction, and usually I'm spot on because it's the same insanity every single year. And that's what all these talking heads, they all get on. And they always say, well, what could go wrong goes wrong in Dallas. And what's going to happen is Jerry's going to sit back. He's going to be upset tonight. He's going to go to another, the office tomorrow. And he's going to sit down in his office and he's going to go. Let's look at the last couple years. And you know what? I want to do that. That's what I pulled up. And this is, I'm going to do exactly what Jerry Jones is going to do. So he's going to look, and he's going to go, first year we hired McCarthy it was 2020. They went 6-10, third in the NFC, didn't qualify for the playoffs. But what was good of that year is at the end of that year, they did draft CeeDee Lamb. And it was a building block year. It's going to be tough. You had a global pandemic. It was tough. You got a good piece in the draft. Bad year. First year without Jason Garrett. Get it. Okay. And then the next year, and this is where we're going to go, where he's had great seasons. He goes 12-5. and five. First in the NFC, this is 2021. First in the NFC East, lost in the wild card uh, to the 49ers. 23-17, boom. Here's a perfect example. Once again, first in the NFC East, you lose
0: in the wild card
1: round to the 49ers. 23-17, to at least that game was close. At least that game was close.
0: Right? Yeah, they could have scored a touchdown and then won the game.
1: Exactly. There's that one. Then let's go to 2022. You go 12-5 and again. This time you win a wild card playoff game because you played the buccaneers who were not very good. You it's the division round. You go to San Francisco. You lose 19 to 12. Your offense shits the bed. Dak Prescott looked awful. Okay. Once again, 12 and 5, second year in a row. Okay? Then you go this year, 2023. 12 and 5 again. You win the division again. You lose in the divisional round to the Packers and this absolute just beatdown. Absolute beatdown again. Three years in a row, three early exits, no Super Bowl appearances, no NFC championship game appearances. We're not even at at this point, the fans just want an NFC championship game appearance. You can't even get there. Like everyone, I had everyone telling me. At least you'll definitely probably make the NFC Championship. You're going to win two easier games at home, and then you're going to go play San Francisco. You probably will lose, sure, but you'll get there. you at least get to the NFC Championship game this year. No. Early exit again. I'm sorry. He's got to go. He's got to go. He absolutely has to go, and I think, honestly, I'm done with Dak. Honestly, I'd cut him at this point. It just – Honestly, I mean, I wonder, like, I, don't, I don't know we'll get into what I think coaching options are, but I would honestly, if I was running this team, I'm bringing Vrabel in. I'm going younger. I know everyone's talking Bill Belichick, which will never happen. It's a pipe dream. It'd be great. It's a pipe dream. I'd bring in Vrabel. I'd bring in a GM. And I'd tell Vrabel, if you don't want Dak, you don't need Dak who can move. You'll be sitting in the middle of the pack. Honestly, this sounds crazy because he just lost the national championship game. Maybe Penix, maybe him, maybe he can do something different. I get it. Dak has been a great regu- a great regular season quarterback. But at some point, you got to just do something. You got to make a change. You, you just, you can't keep running this. It's just, you you can't run it back a fourth year. You fail. This is three strikes. You're out.
0: Yeah, you just gotta find answers somewhere, you know. And you thought McCarthy was it because Garrett was bad, and they brought in all these defensive pieces, and then they're just not, not translating in the playoffs. I mean,
1: and but it hasn't translated in the playoffs in almost in almost thirty years. Okay, I mean it has not since they won that last Super Bowl. In 96. It was 1996. It was the winter of 1996 was the last time. And since then, nothing has translated in the playoffs. Nothing. It's pathetic. So they got to figure it out. Um, Some candidates that they're talking, if McCarthy is fired, some people have said Belichick. I I really think it's a pipe dream. I just, I think what, like I said, what Jerry's going to do, he's going to go in his office. He's going to sit down. He's going to say, we're very close. We had a couple bad games, we'll run it back next year, and that's exactly what he's gonna do. He's
0: I gonna I really don't think Belichick would want to be in Dallas anyways, because he wants to have control over the team, and Jerry's very overbearing, uh, to put it politely. He you
1: wants know, I think to know I think, about
0: every asset
1: on the team. I, I, I think Jerry at some point has to look himself in the mirror and say, you know, I'm not gonna be able to do this and like his, his idol and mentor was Al Davis. And Al Davis just completely historically went out horrifically. And he's going to start looking in the mirror and be like, oh, my God, I'm, I'm getting close. Sure, okay, at least you're making the playoffs, sure. I get it. You built the brand, sure. But you're not winning either. You haven't been winning. And honestly, I, I don't know. I don't know. And uh, it's pretty depressing. It's pretty sad. And it's going to be another year. Of watching the
0: playoffs, watching the second maybe round, maybe Jerry's and so on. the problem. Maybe there's a good chance that we out. might
1: not get one, and we might not get one until he passes away. Honestly, it's a very yeah, good. thing. I
0: mean, I've said that off and on. You know, the past few years, I told you the the deal that Jerry made.
1: Well, supposedly, the rumor is that when supposedly. he won in '96, was, this was it. This is the only thing he's ever going to ask for again. Supposedly, supposedly that was that was said. That's never been proven. But, I mean, it's starting awfully, It's starting to look like that because, I mean, they've lost in horrific fashion. And I, I love when when people call and bust me when they lose. I often say to them, like, imagine, though, going through this. Because what's bad is is you're there, right? You're close. You're, it feels like you're so close, but you're so far. That's yeah. what it feels like. It's not like you're the Cleveland Browns or the Detroit Lions historically where you've been awful and you can't even make it to the play. You're there. You're that it feels like you're that close every time. You're it feels like you're a drop pass away from a Super Bowl all the time. It feels like you're that close and you just can't get it done. And there's been so many teams that have gone and won multiple or have at least made it. I mean, give your Falcons credit, they've at least made it to a Super Bowl. Yeah, they blew the lead. It doesn't matter. You at least made it to one. It's just I think you made it to two because you made it to one at the end of the 90s. So in the time yeah. that Dallas has in the time that Dallas has won one, you made it to two of them. You've rebuilt like three times. It just it's just so sad. It's just it has made me as a fan negative. And it's like it's like every season. It's just I'm just waiting for the downfall. And then you can you never can enjoy it because you just know it's coming and it comes. Not much happiness with this team. Not much. So
0: just during the regular season, that's it. I'm depressed all the time.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't know.
0: Well, I got to say, like, out of all the games so far, I mean, we're, the Detroit and Los Angeles game is really close. They're yeah, it's like, a good game. It looks like it's oh, a good it's a game right
1: now. I mean, it's 21-17. I mean, the I've been watching it kind of sporadic. Absolutely
0: been like no contest whatsoever. I mean, they've been multi-score difference games. You know, it didn't look like a contest at all. I do gotta say, with the I I gotta say,
1: I gotta say, with the early game with the Browns Texans, man, I got to tell you, I was uh, I was right on that one, huh?
0: Yeah, you were absolutely. Who's spot on with the Texans? Like Joe Flacco just like got his life force drained or something. I don't know what happened. You want to
1: know something? You want to know something wild? The last time the Cowboys won a Super Bowl, the Texans weren't even a team yet. Yeah. And I think the Texans are closer to a Super Bowl than the Cowboys are. They got the right they got now, a better coach. Yes. They, they're Definitely on the They, they, they are because
0: oh, they won who, their playoff game and they, the Cowboys lost they, their playoff he, game. He knew,
1: you know who balled out? Will Anderson. Will Anderson, he yeah. Balled out. I told you. So watch that, man. That guy is a machine. He was a true freshman playing on that 2020 Alabama National Championship. Dude, that kid was, oh, he's a great player. He's a great player. He freaking, he did he a great game. C.J. Shroud had a great game. The Texans are good. Uh, man, I'm, I'm high. Then. I'm good for them. I'm happy for them. I really am. They're a fun team to watch. I hope they go on a little bit of a run. I'd love it. Um, And are the Chiefs back, or is just Miami terrible?
0: Miami's terrible, and it was like negative 20 degrees. I mean, I'm surprised Miami even scored a touchdown, to be honest with you. It looked like Tua was like, he, I, I saw a tweet before the game that was him saying, oh, you know, I, I'm i not going to play with gloves on. You know, it's a mentality thing. Dude, you should have put some gloves on. You looked absolutely awful in that game, and your throws were like sailing. I, You played in Alabama. You got drafted in Miami. You're playing in Miami. Put some fucking gloves on when it's tw- negative 20 degrees out, you fucking idiot. Holy shit. <laughs> ah, poor Tua. Forward to. It. He's a guy where
1: it's like when it goes well, no one ever says much, right? Yeah. When it's going well, no one says anything. When it goes bad, people just don't like him, and I feel I feel really bad for him. I mean, I love him. I just, man, I just I don't get. He gets a lot of hate, and I I've heard sometimes that people think it's because he's a lefty that he just looks funny, so people just think he looks like a bad quarterback. I don't know. Like when it's going well, no one will ever give him props, and when it's going bad, every single person criticizes the poor guy. And I mean, he's going to take a lot of flack right now. And I mean, someone posed this question to me. They texted to me. I haven't even gotten respect to them, but they said to me, they're like, the Dolphins are in a similar situation. The Cowboys are in They're like another early exit. Do you think if you, do you think if McCarthy should be fired? Do you think McDaniel should be fired? And I'm saying, here's the difference, right? This is year three of the Cowboys early exits. This is only the second year. The Dolphins have had an early exit. And last year, when they had that early exit, they played tough. They didn't have their starting quarterback; Tua was hurt. And this year, the entire defense was hurt. So the difference with the Dolphins is they had a bunch of injuries back to back years. They've been killed with injuries. Not to mention they can't play in cold weather. They played in a really cold place. I think the Dolphins are okay, and I think I think they should, I think they're a team that should run it back next year. I, I do. I think they should yeah. run it back if next year this is a, a similar situation. And you can't get it done. Well, maybe it starts to look elsewhere. Um, I, 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 I worry for Tua. I'm very worried for Tua because I'm starting to think that. I hope it doesn't pop in their mind of can we win with a different quarterback? And I do think Tua can get it done, but it just we'll see. I think I think that team has some confidence issues, and they just got to stay healthy. And if that happens, I think they'll be okay.
0: Yeah, and this is only really the second year that Tua has been the starter for that team. So, I mean, you got to th- think about that when Dak's been the quarterback <laughs> since what? Like 20
1: 2016
0: 16, yeah. I mean, we're co- we're getting close to 10 years of Dak being the Cowboys quarterback and getting playoff chances and Tua's in his second year and he's like really kind of turning the Miami team around. So, yeah, I think they're in two totally different situations, to be honest. They may have had the same result this year, but it's for, for different reasons entirely. If you could look at um the Cowboys defense and say, oh, Micah Parsons was injured, Lawrence was injured, Gilmore was injured, you know, I, I think Diggs was already injured anyways, right?
1: Yeah, Diggs was hurt at the beginning of the year. He was Yeah, hurt. so,
0: like, I mean, you could say, like, oh, like, those people were injured, which is basically a, the equivalent of the Miami injuries. And you say, "Oh, okay, well, like I get it. I get why, you know, Green Bay absolutely ruled us." But that was not the case at all. Like they, their defense was top tier going into this game, and it looked like they were are playing in a beer league or something. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. It, it
1: looked like they didn't even take this game seriously. Yeah, is is how it was, and. It is what it is. It really is. And um, that's kind of it. And we'll see what Detroit can. I mean, I know you're high on Detroit. So, I mean, I think um, America in general will be very happy that one, I mean, one, their golden team, the Green Bay Packers, that everybody loves universally. Every, everyone, everyone in freaking the U.S., um, outside Cowboys fans and maybe you, Nick, love the Packers. So they're happy the Packers won. The cheese heads are all out. They're all happy. They're... You know, Wisconsin's a happy place to be, and there's a good chance that America's underdog, the Detroit Lions, could win tonight too. So um, they're gonna be happy. You know, they as of right now is right now Detroit has a lead. You know, um, you know Detroit has a lead. Um, Cowboys lost. Uh, Texans are back at it. I guarantee they have the Saturday game again because they love to put the Texans on the Saturday game. Yep. So right now, um, everyone is happy outside of um, the Dallas Metroplex and um, the rest of us Cowboys nation that's spread across the country.
0: I sent a uh, police officer to your home for a wellness check later. So <laughs> just look out for that with Alabama also being in shambles.
1: Oh, so. Alabama, man, has had a we've had a. have had a week. I've had a serious week. Don't first, too okay. but first, let's put it first. First, like it feels like a freaking eternity ago. Michigan wins the national championship, and this this podcast is very Ohio State friendly. I don't neither of us are Ohio State fans, but for some reason, we we're very favorable to the um Ohio yeah. State Ohio State. Some reason we're not their fans, don't but we're really very like Michigan. We we somehow we have some love for you guys. It's it's weird. I don't know how that happens, but anyway, Michigan wins the national championship. Both you and I despise Michigan. Uh, they win. Um, we think that's just whatever moving on. Then from there, Nick Saban retires completely out of the blue. Um, and now it looks like I'm losing my entire team to the transfer portal. Then they hired DeBoer as coach. And um still losing people to the portal. Doesn't look like many people are coming with him from Washington. I guess he's going to bring his staff. He's got his GM coming with him, who seems to be a good asset. Uh, he's got his offensive coordinator, Grub coming. Love the name. Um, Get that So it looks like, I mean, it, 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 everyone's saying it's a slam dunk hire. I don't know much about him. I don't follow the Pac-12 that closely. Before that, he was with Fresno State. I don't know enough about him. I guess he's won everywhere. Um, He's won some national championships with... A college that's not in the NCAA they're in like a different division I don't know I didn't know you could be a college not in the NCAA I didn't know that was a thing but he won some championships with them he's from South Dakota so it looks like it's out that way I'm um, not really sure but he's won he's got a great winning record um, I don't know if he can really recruit I looked at Washington's recruiting rankings and they haven't been the best but he's won um, so really time will tell I mean
0: Good luck to Alabama <laughs> dealing with Georgia. You, you're you playing us first game next year. You realize that, right?
1: Well, first game for probably Georgia because they're not going to put anyone else on the schedule. But Alabama does have Wisconsin before them. So we'll yeah. play Wisconsin and then we'll play you guys. I mean, we probably have like a um, FCS school that we'll probably play at the real beginning is usually how it goes. I got to actually look at the schedule, but I think you're week three or week two. Um so we'll see how that goes. Hey, we're, I, I we're think playing,
0: we're playing in Tuscaloosa, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, you'll probably come in and, and drop 40. Um, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I mean, to be honest, I don't know though, because I mean it looks like we're losing everyone on the portal. But then again, yeah, Caleb Downs has not entered the portal yet, and he's the best one of the best players on defense. He was sitting courtside in Georgia the other night. I think it was Friday night. He was sitting courtside in Georgia. Um, but he's from Georgia, so he could have been visiting a friend. I don't know what he was doing. Sitting courts out in Georgia, I don't know. He's also followed people on Ohio State's team, um. So I mean, well, it's a loss, I guess, for this podcast because we somehow love Ohio. Um, I guess we'll still cover them, but um, yeah, I, I don't know. I honestly don't know what's going to happen because it seems like then we lost a five-star recruit, and now I guess he's coming back. So now I guess he's going to recommit because he likes the DeBoer hire. Um, we also lost Isaiah Bond. Um, I'm, amazed. I'm so shocked Isaiah, Isaiah Bond left. He would have been a... Whether the pros happened or not, he could have been a legend in Tuscaloosa. Yep. That Chechen I mean, I'm amazed he left. I mean, now you're leaving, it's gonna be hard. I mean, I guess everyone will be happy what he did in the Iron Bowl, but man, I did not think we would lose Bond. Former five-star recruit, I mean, he's had he had a fantastic year and you've got a guy coming in who can coach offense. DeBoer had an amazing offense this year and he had an amazing offense last year and he's known for offense. So I'm really shocked bond left. I did hear rumblings though. Like he wanted to go to Texas originally. He only committed and went to Alabama because of Saban. And I guess he wanted to go with Sark to begin with. And he was Texas heavy to begin with, I guess. Um, so, because the minute he hit the portal, everyone was saying he was going to Texas. And he has now committed, he committed today to Texas. So, you know, I mean, I can see why he wants to go there. You know, Austin's, like I said, a great city. Great place to recruit. Get it. But when you could be a legend somewhere else. And because sometimes you got to think, if the NFL doesn't work out, you could always go back to college, be an analyst, be on the radio. Because if you make it in college, you can make money down there doing it. And... You know, say he gets hurt and he's a nobody at Texas. You know, I mean, you burn some bridges by, you know, transferring. So I don't know. I, I don't I don't I don't get that move. I would. have I'm shocked he didn't at least give it a year to see like what DeBoer's offense would have been like. Um, but yeah. hey, Milro. Milro said he's staying. Yeah. There was that whole hey. th- th- someone someone created a fake Milro account, said he was entering the transfer portal on the fake account. USA Today ran with the story, supposedly. Um, my phone was going off. I was going like, my phone was ringing cre- like crazy yesterday. So everyone's like, oh my God, Milro left. And I'm like, no, he didn't. He just said he was going to stay. He literally came out and said he was staying. Everyone reported. And now today he he's hitting the portal. He's not hitting the portal. Milro is staying in Tuscaloosa. Um, so, I mean, that will be fun in DeBoer's offense. That could be really, I mean, he made Penix look fantastic. So, yeah. Who says that he can't make Millrow look good? But then again, like I said, if you're losing all these star recruits to the portal, everyone's decommitting. It's going to be really tough to beat a team like Georgia, and you're going to go through. You know, DeBoer can do this in the Pac-12. You know, doesn't have teams that are that stacked, but in the SEC, you need to recruit. So next year could be a down year, but if he gets a recruiting class the year after that, who knows? Who knows? Um, so. Well,
0: it's been a tough week for you. It's it been has a been a okay week for me. <laughs>
1: You're enjoying it. I think if Detroit wins tonight, you'll really be happy. You've had one heck of a surprise, oh, yeah. no, so yeah, I'm, I'm Detroit
0: <laughs> all the way for this postseason. And they're they're looking good. They just scored a field goal, so I'm happy. I'm happy. <laughs> it's it's very relaxing when your <laughs> team's not in the playoffs. Honestly, you can I just sit back and enjoy the drama that's going on with everybody. Uh, yeah, it's been. The playoffs have been okay so far. I'm I'm more excited for the divisional round. I think they're gonna be more competitive games because, uh, these the first slate before the Detroit game has been subpar, honestly.
1: Yeah, it has been, and but you know, hey, it's it's what we got, you know, and that's that's yeah. a lot of times that's what happens with some of these early, especially the super wild card. You get some teams that really have no business being in the playoff, and they get in and. You know, they just look terrible. And Amen. you get some, that, some look that look amazing and they get in there and look terrible. So it's
0: yep.
1: it, it's kind of a double-edged sword. And, um, I mean, I I thought Houston was going to win. I didn't think Cleveland was going to be that. Like, that's one game that surprised me. I thought that was going to be one of the best games all weekend. I thought that was going to be low-key the best game. And just Houston just destroyed them. And I, I hope they can keep the momentum going. For the state of Texas, here are lone team left so you know the texans you're now the texas texans you know you're not just you're not just houston anymore you're now the entire state so will anderson come on you got to will that team on the um defensive side of the ball you know we need cj shroud to have a good one for all of um texas you're doing it the entire state um you got to uh, bring the city of texas back to greatness go to the Super Bowl um I'd love to see that team get hot so come on come on Texans you know the Texas Texans I'm calling for the rest of the playoffs are the Texas Texans also um I'm getting to that point where um i the the Chiefs might be the uh the Dallas Texans again <laughs> yeah. um those of you that you know um back on when we used to have our radio show uh when I, we were in at URI um we had a radio show there I used to call the Kansas City Chiefs The Dallas Texans At points as a joke Because they were founded as the Dallas Texans And then they moved to Kansas City Because they had trouble competing with the Cowboys So um, in dire straits When it's you know the end of the playoffs And I got nothing else There's no other team left that I really want to root for I uh, use that as lost a your mind. I use that as a way to try to get through The playoffs when you got no interest In anything else You know Your team's long out how do I get myself to sit there for three hours in front of the TV? You know, it's, you got to say these things, you know, you got the Dallas Texans, you got the Texas Texans, you got to come out and say something ridiculous, get yourself, you know, get the juices flowing and get your mind into the game, you
0: know? (laughs) I got to gaslight myself in order to like football. (laughs) Exactly. I got to,
1: I pump myself up, right. You know, I just, you know, this, this false reality, you just got to do that. You got to pump yourself up and really get into it. And then you get like passion. Otherwise you just sit there and you fall asleep. You know? Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's like those late games. You know what's the worst is you get those late games and it's just you know oh, just a yeah. neutral observer and it's it's like ten 30, 11, Ten thirty eleven, you're on the couch you 10, 30, 11, you're in, morning, couch, and you're you're in like bed and you're just <laughs> you start nodding television's off. Television's
0: programming is just yeah. like some late night nonsense. Mm-hmm. So Maybe the George Lopez show just starts playing by itself for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Is that show still on
1: late night? That used to be like the go-to late night. Was, you'd wake, you'd fall asleep in front of the TV, you'd wake up and George Lopez would be on.
0: <laughs> just low riders playing and he's just like smiling crazily into the camera while he's jumping up and down on that trampoline mm-hmm. with the rest of his cast.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. That literally yeah. was the go-to late night. It really was. I'm trying to think like there's nights when I've fallen asleep and woken up and since I see a lot of Law and Order now. Yeah. A lot of Law and Order. I see a lot of that. Like, I'll fall asleep, wake up, and for some reason, there's Law and Order.
0: Um, But... Maybe you'll catch the 11 o'clock news or something
1: like <laughs> Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> but... Oh, Rams, well, I'm just going to first down. So, we'll see. Hopefully, later on this week, we'll get our regular pot out. This is just a emergency. Uh, just a... This, jerk
0: this is... reaction special edition of Southern Hostility. Yep. So, I could talk shit really that was <laughs> what it was
1: so hey he was like no I could, let's not do it
0: <laughs> hey i could be
1: battling out for the uh bill belichick sweepstakes we could hey, be we're now go. in the same boat we could be in the same boat
0: but hey you can take them i can take them either way i think we're both going to end up with a better coach than what we have right now or what Hope we so. had
1: i would love I as much as i dislike michigan hardball would be a good one
0: yeah. I think you'd be again I think that you have to have a certain coach because of Jerry Jones cuz he's he's going to want to like have control over the team completely and the coach that you hire has to have to be okay with that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I agree with you with there. I mean, the one thing that Harbaugh could say though is what, the same reason he could have liked the Seattle job is like that we had talked about is like the revenge with San Francisco, but imagine Yeah. If somehow he takes the Dallas shovel, 49ers' biggest rival is the Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a big rivalry. Oh, you come into Dallas and you win. I mean, if he wins in Dallas, just like he won in Michigan, he'll forever be a legend. Yeah. So, you know, you know, I personally, you know, I, I would prefer like Vrabel and uh, a different quarterback, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll talk uh we'll be back next week. I wanna thank everyone for listening. This has been the yeah. emergency Stephen wellness check. Um, so, thank you everybody, and uh, have a good night. And uh, have a good night. Roll tide.